0: I never thought I was going to leave exp realty, but some opportunities come knocking that you just can't ignore. Today I'm going to share my personal journey as to why we left EXP Realty and moved over to LPT. You do not want to miss this. So I thought I was at home at EXP Realty. In fact, if you would have asked me before I joined or before I heard about LPT, I probably would have told you something like yes, I feel like I am at home. And even though I didn't take advantage of EXP to its fullest. I didn't recruit all that much. I didn't use some of their services. It still felt like it was home to me. And I figured if I ever left, it would be to start my own brokerage. That was until I got a phone call from a buddy to tell me about LPT Realty. They took a good hard look at the models, both theirs and both EXPs and LPTs, and tried to decide which one was best. And there was a very, very clear winner, and I'm going to show you exactly why. There are four main reasons why we decided to leave EXP, and they're all four important money which I will touch on the longest because I want to show you guys the actual difference. So I'm going to break down a couple of different scenarios in why LPT helps you earn so or keep so much more of your money. Then there's opportunity, there's reputation, and then of course, mindset. So I'm going to hit all four of those. I'm going to end with mindset because I think that one's super important for the long haul. I would say without a doubt the number one reason why we ended up leaving EXP was the money. Now, money isn't everything, but we are running a business. And at the end of the day, the model at LPT was better for my real estate agents on my team, and they are for individuals as well, than exp was so let's go ahead and talk about it. So some of the fees that you'll have at exp are $149 sign up fee and $85 per month. Already, we don't have either one of those at LPT. So check LPT. And I'll break all these numbers down here in just a second. At EXP, you also have a $25 transaction management fee and a $40 E&O insurance, which does cap out at $500, which is a good thing. There's also the splits, and the splits are probably one of the biggest reasons. At AXP, if you're a solo agent or any agent that would like to go after the icon agent status, you need to be on a $16,000 split. 80-20, you pay in 20% of your commissions until you pay in $16,000, which would happen right at the $80,000 gross commission income mark. And if you are on a team, and you're not going after icon, then you could knock that down to $8,000. And if you're on a mega icon team, you can knock that down to 4000. These are all parts of the reason why we ended up going. From a big box brokerage, it takes a percentage all the time to EXP, these are all good things, but they're not the best because there are better models out there now. So let's go ahead and break down what it would look like at 10 transactions. And then again, at 20 transactions, just so you can see a couple of examples of why the route that we decided to go is a little bit better for my real estate agents. So let's go ahead and start breaking these down right now. But first, I need a little bit of wall space because we're going to run the equations right here. So let's go ahead and give an example of 10 transactions at $8,000 gross commission income, which is the average here in my marketplace. It might be different in yours. So that would be $80,000 of gross commission income, which at eXp Realty would help you completely cap. So your full cap is going to need to be paid of $16,000. And let's say you just came on to eXp, so you've got to pay your one time entrance fee and then the $85 per month, that would be a grand total of $1,169. Then you've got a $25 per transaction fee, you've got 10 transactions, you've got $250 there, you also have errors and emission insurance, which is $40 per transaction, which would be 400. Now, of course, this one caps out at 500. But we only did 10 transactions. So we're not quite there yet. So that would be a grand total of $80,000 worth of GCI and forgive me, I've got to look away from my notes. That would be seventeen thousand eight hundred and nineteen dollars that you would have paid in in fees and commission splits for a take-home pay of sixty two thousand one hundred and eighty one dollars given this scenario and then of course you've got to pay for taxes this is the equivalent of a twenty two percent split so let's go and run the numbers exactly from lpt so that same eighty thousand dollars gross commission income if you are the business builder plan which is one of the two options You have the option to do 20% of your commission to the uh, brokerage until you pay in 15,000, or you can do the business builder plan, which is $500 per transaction until you cap at $5,000 total. So in this case, you would be completely capping out. You'd be giving $500 per transaction for 10 transactions for grand total of $5,000. Then you have a one time, ENO insurance of $500 that is paid on your first transaction, and then it covers you for the entire year. So you have a grand total of $5,500 paid in, there's no additional fees, there's no monthly costs, there's nothing else you really need to consider. Unless of course, you're buying something for your business. But that's not part of this conversation. And of course, that LPT Realty, you earn stock no matter what you're doing. So on your first transaction, your third transaction, your 15th and your 35th transaction you would earn stock awards. It doesn't matter which plan you're on. So in this case, you would also earn two stock awards, the one for one transaction and the one for three transactions. So you'd now also have 200 shares of stock. So $80,000 gross commission starting point, you would be taking home $74,500 plus 200 shares of stock. This is the equivalent of 7% versus the 22% we just looked at with EXP. So only paying out 7% at... 10 transactions. Now there are a lot of agents selling more than 10 properties. So we're going to give one more example of 20 properties just to show you that the fees at EXP start to really stack up and they don't really go away. So it's not as good of a feeling of 100% model as we were originally led to believe. At least that was my take on it. Now, let's go ahead and go to 20 transactions at EXP. This would be a grand total of $160,000 of gross commission income at the $8,000 per transaction. You'd still pay in your $16,000 cap, and you'd still have the $1,169. That's the entrance fee and the $85 per month that you pay in. Those are not going to change. Now, you had 20 transactions, so the transaction review fee is $25 per, so now you're paying $500 for that. But luckily, your e insurance is now capped out at around your 12th and a half deal, give or take. So you only paid $500 for that. But here's where EXP starts to really nickel and dime a little bit. Now they're starting to charge the agent $250 per transaction after they are capped, all the way until they hit icon status. Now, this is great. Once you hit icon status, it does drop, but that's less than 2% of the company. So you have a $250 fee paid by you for every transaction after the 10th until you hit icon. So in this scenario, you would be paying that 10 times, which would be $2,500. So the full breakdown is $160,000 of gross commission income minus $20,669 would leave you with a take-home pay of $139,331 dollars. Now, of course, you've still got to pay taxes on this. And this is the equivalent to a 13% realistic split. So take the same thing over to the business builder plan at LPT. You've got $160,000 of gross commission income. You're paying $5,000 because that's where it caps. That's your commission splits and fees. And then you've got the one time, ENO insurance of $500. Now, the big difference between this one and the one at 10 transaction is you have now earned your third badge, the third badge for stock awards. So now you've earned 100 for the first one 100 for the second one, and then your 15 sale badge is now 1000 shares. So you now have 1200 shares in this scenario. So $160,000 minus 5500 is $154,500 of take home pay plus 1200 Shares of stock, not including the stock, this would be essentially a three and a half percent realistic split. And I know what you're thinking eh, that's not that big of a difference. It's 15,000 bucks, that's over a thousand dollars a month. I know a ridiculous amount of agents that could do a lot with a thousand extra dollars per month. So, on a base level, from the sales point, from the money standpoint for my agents this was definitely a better solution and this isn't even including the 1200 dollars worth of stock which if it went to ten dollars per se that would be twelve thousand dollars in stock that you would have earned at 20 sales per year that well quite frankly exceeds the amount of money that you have put into the company you are making more you were getting paid to be here at that point so that was one of the big deciding factors for us when we swapped over our average sale per agent was 21. So you can see how this makes a big difference. When I've got 10 agents, each selling 20 properties, making a $15,000 difference to each of them, then by going to LPT, We've given them a $15,000 raise for every single person. And even though $15,000 might not seem like a lot, if you put it back into your business, that $15,000 could turn into 45 pretty easily. And those are using very conservative numbers. Okay, okay, so money was just the first one, but let's go ahead and move the camera back one second. I spent a little more time on that than I originally planned, but I think it's really important for you guys to actually see the difference in the numbers. But that was only one part of the equation. We have three others we need to talk about. The first of those three is reputation. So reputation is super important. And where this made it a little bit difficult for me is because they put so much emphasis at eXp on the recruiting side of things that it made some things a little bit more difficult. Such as if I was calling to find out about a property or just a general inquiry for another agent or one of their listings or something like that, sometimes it wasn't all the time, about 10 to 20% of the time they would assume that I am recruiting them, I could hear their tonality and their voice change on the phone. And I've been doing this for quite a while, I've sold about 1000 homes already. So I know phone prospecting, I know what it sounds like when the prospect changes their tonality, and they weren't even a prospect, I was just trying to find out information. And this would happen more often than I'd like to admit. And then to make it even worse, when I'm trying to recruit for the team, and I actually do have an agenda, they have that extra wall that I've got to get past. This isn't the end of the world, it's part of doing business, but one little extra wall is still just an extra little thing to go, you know, it's just kind of frustrating. Now, this sort of reputation isn't a deal killer for me, but it's just one extra nail in the coffin, if you will. It just makes things a little bit harder. I know at the current company I'm at, at LPT Realty, because they have a model where you can benefit by bringing agents inside that we may eventually have that kind of connotation around us at some point although I'm not seeing that yet. And I'm very thankful for that. Number three on our list is opportunity. I think opportunity is very, very important. And I felt like we weren't getting that at exp anymore. If so many people had been inside of the company. And I don't see it growing too much more. I mean, it's still growing. Let's don't, you know, chew me up in the comment section or anything. But I just don't see it being this massive Goliath. Maybe I'm wrong. But the point of it is a lot of people have already tried exp they liked it or they didn't and then they left so that opportunity was a little bit lower and then also the opportunity for revenue share and stock options were a little bit more limited than they are where we're at now so at exp realty you now have to have 30 frontline qualifying agents in order to release all seven of the levels which when i was in exp it was actually 40 so it was even harder and i think there was only like 12 or 15 people that even had unlocked all 40. So they made it a little bit easier. So now there's like 20 of them that have 30 or something like that. I don't know the exact numbers. But the point is, it's a lot harder at LPT Realty, you only need 15. I imagine at some point, they're gonna have to bump that up. But I don't know, I'm not really a mathematician with all this stuff. I don't know how the MLM side of things work. But I just imagine that they might have to raise it at some point. But point is, 15 to open up all seven levels means you've got more opportunity there and more opportunity for somebody you bring on to bring on somebody and for you to earn on that. And then to make matters worse, I've read somewhere that only 12% of people at eXp even have somebody in their downline or even collecting any revenue share of any kind, which means 88% of the company is not. So, why are most of the conversations tailored right toward recruiting versus the actual sales of the business? And don't get me wrong, EXP sells a good amount for their agents. It's a strong company for that. But it doesn't feel like to me that they put emphasis on this. And I'll talk about that here in a second. But if 88% of your people are here for sales and 12% are here to build out their downline or what have you, why don't we focus on the 88% is what I've always thought. Then we have stock And I believe, I can't remember at eXp if you earn one on your first sale every year. I think you do You earn a little bit of stock. But I know you earn some whenever you bring somebody on to the company. You earn a small chunk there. And then whenever you become an icon agent, which is only 2% of the people. So it's not really worth discussing because that's not going to matter for 98 percent of the agents so then you're really only getting stock options to become an owner in this company if you're participating in the aep program buying it with your income which is a great program by the way i suggest you guys do it if you're over there at exp and not switching or you're bringing people on recruiting but again if 88 percent of people are not recruiting then that portion is pretty limited Whereas at LPT, for instance, we get stock for bringing somebody on whenever we have our first sale of the year, our third sale of the year, our 15th sale of the year, and our 35th sale of the year. And it doesn't matter which program you're on, the business builder or the revenue share partner, either way, you can earn that stock or will earn that stock. And although it's pre IPO right now, we don't know what that stock's worth. And we could speculate all day, we don't really know we can guesstimate numbers and stuff, but it's there. That's the point. It is there for everybody. And that's a great benefit for my agents who aren't necessarily going to icon out, or they don't have dreams of selling 50, 60 properties in order to hit that icon status. And lastly, the fourth reason why we ended up moving was mindset of the company in general, we talked about this already multiple facets, that the mindset of exp was recruit first sell later. In fact, every time I went to the shareholders event or EXP Con or any of the events held on by EXP members or, you know, EXP as a whole, it felt like it was a lot more into the recruiting space than it was a sales space. And I'm not saying that they didn't touch on the sales stuff. I'm just saying they put a pretty heavy emphasis for something that only has 12% of people participating. And I just wish that they pushed a little bit more on the agent-centric mindset because it's the agents who are pushing the company forward. Yes, they're doing great things over at eXp and helping and stuff like that, but it's the agents, the agency. We need to have an agent-centric mindset and how to sell for the agent and how to be listing-focused, especially with all the lawsuits and everything else going on right now. Becoming a listing agent is more and more important. And that's part of the reason why we went to LPT as well. They have a listing mindset, and most importantly, they have an agent-centric mindset. They pivot quickly whenever the agents want something as a whole, and we realize it's good for the company, and they're focused on listings. They're doing this inside of the culture. It's not just something we talk about. It's something that's embedded in the culture that our leader, Robert Palmer, has put in. He bought homevalues.com. He's trying to turn this into the Zillow of, of, of listings, essentially. I know that's a little aggressive, but you kind of get the point. He's not turning it into all the bad things about Zillow, but you get the point. He wants it to be a bid recognizable name. Also, we have the listing power toolbox that you get with every single listing. It's print marketing. It's beautiful. It showcases off the home with a ton of different marketing pieces. I think it's like 200 plus marketing pieces. And yes, I know, EXP eventually copied that and kind of gave you guys this little smushed together version of it. But it's embedded into our culture, is my point. And on top of that, there's a bunch of other listing-centric tools that you've got from blasts that you can do on social media to bring more awareness into your your listings, as well as a bunch of other print marketing and things that can help you attain listings and sell the listings faster and for more money. And of course, we wouldn't be talking about mindset without the leader, RP himself, or Robert Palmer, right? So RP, I fully believe, has the agent's interest in mind. Whenever I speak to him, and yes, I've spoken to him one-on-one many, many times, I was actually very fortunate to go out and meet him out on his yacht, do a bunch of other cool stuff, it just I'm not going to go into the details of it. But I've talked to him on multiple occasions, and I feel like I really understand of where he's going. And the funny thing is, as I'm talking to him, the things that are important to me were in the conversation. Team building was in the conversation. Building businesses was in the conversation. How to actually build a business. How to get more listing-centric so that you can then grow your team even more. Or for solo people, I heard him talking to others about how they can do these kind of things. And it's always about what is best for the agent. And I heard one one of the corporate recruiters... Uh, Luis, good dude. He was talking to one of my people and we're trying to see if it was a good fit for them. And he said something that I, I just love. It's LPT doesn't want to be your thing, right? It wants to be the period at the end of your team or at the end of your business, right? It wants to be the period at the end of your business. Meaning that like, they don't want to take over everything. They don't want to have their hands in everything. They want to be able to help you with everything that you're doing. It's very clear to me after talking to the leadership team, after talking to RP, that they know where they want to go. And that they are focused on the agent and that they know that the agent is what's pushing the brokerage forward and that we're no longer in an era where the brokerage is the most important thing. It's now the individual's branding, which is something I talk about on this channel quite a bit. If you aren't already going to hit that subscribe button, most of what I teach is actually teaching you the business on how I went from zero to 50 million in my business, how I've sold 100 or sorry, how I've sold 1000 homes, things like that. So most of it's not, you know, I left EXP or I joined LPT or anything like that. So you can hit that subscribe button if you'd like. But the point is, they see the vision, they see the future, and they're angling everything toward that. And they're talking to the major team leaders, they're talking to big players, they're talking to little players, they're talking to average players, it doesn't matter. They're talking to everybody to figure out exactly what they need to make this brokerage extremely successful, which is why they call it a brokerage for life. They're literally trying to build, or I think they've already built a platform in which you can be here selling when you're selling a hundred homes a year, or when you want to scale back the business because you just had a major life event. Maybe you had a kid or something like that. You want to go down to 20 sales a year so that you could focus on them, or you just want to build a business that's going to continue to run while you go do those other things. It's all there. And they've done a very good job of that. So that's my personal journey on why we left exp Realty and moved over to LPT Realty. If any of this sounds like something you'd like to chat about, I will have all of my information on the screen. I will also have a Calendly link down below in the description. If you hit that little more button, you'll see one that says get on my calendar, we can discuss this if you'd like to jump on a quick phone call, just to kind of talk it out to see if LPT is right for you. Or even if you want to discuss how EXP was for me, I'll give you guys some time to do that. Go ahead and click down below and do that. Or of course, reach out to me from any of the other avenues that are up on the screen right now. And I appreciate your guys time. If you've made it this far, comment down below what your favorite thing was that you heard today. And I hope I see you guys in the next one.